We're gonna recap the year's worth of sales for quite a few markets across North America, US and Canada included. Uh, it's gonna include total sales, year over year sales growth, but the average basket size was uh, brand consolidation. Uh, looking at when uh, sales peaked, that's right, sales have peaked out uh, and yet we have uh, at least seven seven markets that made a billion dollars each. We're going to cover all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to the Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Looking at total cannabis sales uh, uh, in California, we're going to look at Colorado and Nevada, Washington State, Oregon, Arizona, uh, Illinois, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, as well as up in Canada. We'll look at Saskatchewan, Ontario, Alberta, British Columbia. Uh, just kind of give us a, a broad overview of what North America is doing, including peaking out in sales uh, in August. So California tends to be kind of a bellwether, a harbinger, um, tells us what's going to happen typically in the industry. So 443.3 million in sales was uh, the first dip, and they've dipped every month thereafter and still made over $5 billion in the year. Uh, pretty substantial. So um, right behind them in second place uh, is um, Colorado. but They've dipped two, uh, several months, five months in a row. Um, even their medical marijuana sales have dropped 25%. 140 million for the month for December in Colorado, but 1.8 billion for the year. Uh, and then Michigan, 1.66, kind of the wild, wild west out there in Michigan, 153 million for the month, but 1.6 billion. Uh, the other billion dollar states that we see, uh, Illinois 1.3, Massachusetts 1.2, um, Washington State 1.4, Oregon 1.2, um, close runner-ups, um, Nevada uh, 862 million, and then at three quarters of a billion for Pennsylvania. And All right, so you can see month over month sales for uh, you know Pennsylvania and Saskatchewan, Ontario, Michigan, Maryland, Massachusetts, Illinois, and Alberta. Uh, all right here on this graph that uh, I created somewhat um, uh, interesting markets, you know, Illinois being almost three times that of Alberta, for example, uh, Michigan, um, still doing some pretty good sales, more than Ontario. So it looks like some of the um, you know, Toronto regulations and everything may have hurt some tourism and or um, overall sales don't really know Saskatchewan not too much of a surprise I think you'll see that in kind of rural areas you know the Wyoming's and Utah's and uh, lower population states or provinces that you'll see less sales obviously but I will point out that sales peaked in the, in the those markets too um, Alberta's dropped all five months since August um, looks like Massachusetts has uh I mean, it's still a, an emerging market, but it is dropping, just not like other states. Michigan still fairly new, but um, it's dropping too. Year over year growth is obvious. Uh, when you're looking at California, it was 33% in January compared to um, 1% in October. 
in the month of December, it was 6%. So you're looking at double digits in Colorado, every state had double digits. Alberta, 73% year-over-year growth in January, negative 1% in December. Um, 195% year-over-year in Michigan, 67% now. Um, Oregon, 35% to a negative 2 you're seeing a lot of negatives in there. Negative 4% for Washington, negative 3 for Nevada, 0 for Colorado. Illinois went from 341% to 42%. Um, Ontario went from 158 to 71%. So substantially um, coming way, way down in terms of year-over-year sales growth. People are really cutting back. I think the major part of it is that inflation isn't transitory. It is here and people are feeling it. So maybe there's a direct connection to the great resignation and, um, you know, people not wanting to uh, get vaccinated. A lot of people are getting laid off from police to uh, firefighters, um, teachers, airlines, uh, even Amtrak had to say, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. We're losing too many people. A lot of healthcare industry workers are moving from uh, New York to Florida. It could be the, the greatest migration in history. 10% after World War II, 10% of the population in the United States migrated after World War II. We may see the largest uh, migration uh, ever, or at least since then. Um, and so people are starting to feel that pressure. And there's inflationary pressure, there's costs and everything else, and people are really pulling back. So if they're pulling back on their vice, you know that they're really struggling everywhere else. Housing is all-time highs, groceries and bills, and everything is really expensive. So if you're starting to see it uh, trickle down into uh, vice, then I, I think we're on the precipice of a massive correction, if not a recession. Looking at the number of transactions is simply uh, revenue and uh, number of times people are going in. So on average, you're looking at uh, California, $67.12, which makes sense because delivery was a $65 minimum. So on average, uh, in June, people were spending $67.12. It has since come down um, below that delivery minimum. Uh, and first happened in August and has been going down. The average for the year, $65. Um, that is the highest... Um, for this particular area. And then um, let me go over here. I'll show you that um, Illinois, $103 on average, 107 on in Maryland. Uh, but you look at the other, you know, markets back in Washington and you'll see that uh, $34 in Washington, 41 in Oregon. That's going to be more norm. Um, unless they kick in delivery. So Washington, we don't have delivery. If they made delivery and said $65 average delivery price, you'd see that um, skyrocket basically. Um, but what we're seeing is people spending less. And so in California, if the, if the average um, basket size is less than the delivery amount of 65, it's telling me that a lot of people are going into the store and spending less. And there's other... Um, data that backs that up and we'll get into that in just a second but take a look at all of these months with the average um, you can see it, it, it happened right after june slowly coming back down uh, so in california 67 to 66 to 64 dollars on average per month of you know what people are buying down to 62 61 just kind of keeps coming down um 
and it doesn't look like a stopping. Same source sales look like they are have peaked. Um, and until they have new SKUs, it's going to continue to, I think, decline. People are really kind of pulling back, it looks like, uh, fairly significantly. And so uh, I can tell you that because if, if you look at the amount that they're spending is dropping more and more, but in fact that they're going into the stores more often. So the count of baskets is the number of times that they're going in. So we're seeing 6.4 million visits in June versus 6.8 million in December. In California, that's telling me people more people are going in. Obviously, numbers are right there. It's increasing because they can't take advantage of delivery any longer because they don't want to spend that $65 minimum going into the store more often. But um, seeing an increase in Colorado, uh, decrease in Nevada, decrease in Washington, decrease in Oregon, uh, about the same in British Columbia. So it's about the same in Alberta and Illinois. All of these newer markets, Massachusetts is about the same in Michigan. Um, Ontario is increasing. So definitely seeing it, um, you know, people going into the store more often in Ontario, uh, maybe taking advantage of the delivery um, as their prices, average price went from $51 to $44. So definitely coming down in those big city areas. Um, Saskatchewan hasn't changed at all. Smaller markets um, haven't really been affected. So less tourism, less people spending, not really sure. Pennsylvania, fairly stable, but definitely coming down um, on their average item price, but the number of baskets is increasing. So um, that's kind of an interesting note where I just think that people are going in more often and spending less. Brand concentration is interesting. It's the top 10 brands uh, and, and how dominant they are. Uh, and so it's about a third um, in some of the uh, vertically integrated states, California, Colorado, 30, 38%. Um, Washington and Oregon, 21, 22%, a lot more competitive um, versus some of these other areas. So don't have a lot, um, you know, in in uh, some of these markets to show, unfortunately, uh, with the exception of, I want to show Pennsylvania because it's crazy. Uh, they own 75% of the market. That's the first mover advantages and be able to get in and dominate the market. Now, whether or not they can have uh, the product and quality and consistency to keep that, I don't know. But um, starting off with that is, is very, very fortunate for them. Not really for the consumers, though. They need more product types. Like I mentioned, Washington State being some of the most competitive markets in the world, 2,000 SKUs on average in some of these stores. Um, it, it makes it really, really hard to find a product you want, requiring some of those bud tenders to um, you know, give you their recommendations or whatever. But if you're going uh, online ordering uh, pre-orders, um, or you're in a state with delivery, you're, you're not really going to get that. So seeing that the concentration is anywhere from, um, you know, 20 to 30% for the top 10 brands owning that market share. Um, luckily, it's not more. I think we're going to see more consolidation, though, uh, as uh, we see more price pressure on the consumer shifting. And so some of the obscure products are going to go out. Um, some of the 
brands that um, you know, people don't relate to can be gone. Some of the things are too expensive, uh, are, are you know, going to have to either lower the price or uh, suffer the consequences of having less transactional volume. So what we are seeing all in all, prices going down, people changing their vice habit, not a very good sign. Um, I think, again, this has to do a lot with inflationary pressure and housing costs and groceries and all of that. So um, I would anticipate that if this is some kind of bellwether event that we should see kind of an economic crash, um, I don't know, soon, maybe within 18 months, if this is accurate and people are really pulling back where if they're pulling back everywhere else, it's just a matter of time before kind of the economy um, you know, takes it takes a hit and uh, and has to recover from that. So, I guess we'll find out. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.